Welcome out to Third World Linux, episode 93. I'm Jal. My name is AG. And on this episode of Third World Linux, uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about the Raspberry Pi. And um, AG is going to ask questions about presentation software. And other things that I don't want to duck, duck, go. Uh, because I trust you, our dear listeners. Aha. You see that save? Great save. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so I got a Raspberry Pi and it arrived like last week. No, it didn't arrive like last week. It arrived last week. It, it arrived last week. <laughs> and um, I, I've been taking pictures of it like nonstop. No, not like nonstop. <laughs> well, like nonstop. Point is, I've been taking pictures of it You've a lot. You've been taking a lot of pictures of it <laughs> to show the scale. It's, I was surprised that it's actually as big as a cigarette box. That's like, yeah. it's as huge as a... And I, I wasn't expecting it to be that small. I was expecting it to be like... It's a bit bigger, at huh? Least, yeah, um, half, at least half my, the size of my tablet, of the 7-inch tablet. So Ooh. around, no, I mean around 5 inches at least. But a cigarette box doesn't reach up to 5 inches. So when I saw the pictures, like, huh, imagine that for scale. Yeah, yeah. So like, that, actually the thing that, um, the thing that I noticed about it first was it was heavier than I thought it would be, but mm-hmm. that's neither here nor there. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a bit heavier. It's, it's a, oh, it's, it's, I, I got the Raspberry Pi 3, um, for. Oh yeah, cause there are different types, right? Yeah, yeah. This is the latest, the latest one, uh, the Element 14 model or whatever. And, um, it's, it's one of those things that I personally really have no use for. And it's, 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 <laughs> it's awesome like that, right? Because I have the MK802, like, controlling the printer and as a file server and all that. So it's just like there, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, 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 it's a nice, it's a nice little machine and you should really get one. It isn't that expensive, you know? Um, the first thing, if I'm going to get one, I, I really want to turn it into a camera because there's, there's, I saw a design that turns it into a camera. Of course, you need to buy the, like, the camera component and you know where it will print the pictures. Uh, it will make an instant camera and it prints the pictures on a receipt. Oh, that's so cool. So, so it's like yeah. a, it's, it's like a, it's like a Polaroid. Yeah, pretty much. Shit, that's old like, school. Yeah. Uh, I want to, I want to buy one and do that project. Nice. Although the pictures fade, of course, but just the sheer charm of it that I have a quote unquote instant camera for, I think that could be made for around a hundred US. Uh, try, try looking at, but then probably less. I I think, I I think probably less, probably 70. I think 100 is exaggerating. Yeah. There's a way to make like one of those. Like photo booths and stuff, you, you know mm-hmm. those those like shitty photo booths that you have at parties and they print your picture yeah. out and stuff. Yeah, the I, I saw instructions on how to build one of those. So if you just scale it down, um, but what I was gonna say was check out the Raspberry Pi Zero, which is the little five dollar one, and see if um, see it if can pull it off. You can pull it off because. Uh, the thing that happened with that was right at the beginning, there was like this huge demand and the supply couldn't catch up to it. So, you know, you see them on Chinese websites for like $50, which is <laughs> 10 times more than what it's advertised as. Supposed to be. <laughs> yeah. But earlier this the month, purpose. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then earlier this month, they uh, made another run of Raspberry, run. like like Pi Zeros, right? And on this production run, which is currently sold out, <laughs> um, it, it has a <laughs> it has a camera connector similar to the one on the full uh, the the full sized Pies. So. If all it's really doing is taking a picture and printing it out, I'm sure it'll it'll work on a Pi Zero. I'll be a little bit what slower, I, but yeah. But what I want to find out though now is that can I do actual settings on it, or it will be a point and shoot, or it depends again on how I'm gonna be able to program it, right? Yeah, and I guess it would depend on the camera and your like your input, uh, the input. Like, what was what was the input uh, on it, right? Um, was it like a little touchscreen thing that you can get on the internet for like 30 bucks or whatever? Yeah, I th- yeah, yeah. I think the components are the most expensive part. And then he has his own, the person who made the DIY has his own 3D printer, if I'm not mistaken, or at least have an access to, a, has an access to a 3D printer and made an enclosure for it that looks like, you know, the classic traditional Polaroid stuff. Oh, that's really cool. That's, that's so much better than, my little fucking emulation station box. <laughs> but, but that's the thing about the Pi, I guess. It, it it lends itself to whatever you want it to be. Yeah. So And you have an emulation box now, which is, you know, the bee's knees. Yeah, I guess. You know, obviously, first thing you do, uh, install Ubuntu Mate, as you do. Try it out. Then check out Raspbian, as you do. Mm-hmm. Then, like, I, I fully intended to, like, distro hop, but then I ended up getting, like, after I tried out Raspbian, I ended up installing RetroPie, which is pretty much an entire distribution built around emulation station. And I just stopped, <laughs> I, I just stopped there. It's like, nope, I'm good. Yep. I'm good. <laughs> yeah. This is my life now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I had, I had, like, I had, like, plans to, Get uh get uh an XBMC or Cody box together and like oh man that might be the thing you know get, get I've always thing. wanted to have one then you know like give it to my parents for Christmas or something you know but nope nope I'm stuck playing Batman the <laughs> the Adventures of Batman <laughs> and Robin <laughs> wait can you hook it up to an Elgato probably I mean I'm not sure but. Theoretically, hmm. I guess. Ideas. <laughs> Time to conk out the Let's Play channel again. Let's Play is on a Raspberry Pi. That'd be pretty cool, actually. Exactly. Exactly. I, I wouldn't mind doing that. Yeah. I wouldn't mind editing that. The problem we have, though, is how I'm going to get there. <laughs> ah, I'll just upload the files. You know, here you go. Upload the file, upload the audio. But I want, like, okay, this sounds really, no homo, but I want to be by your side without you're playing. <laughs> you're going to be here in August, right? Uh, might move it to September. Okay. Because I might be in Malaysia. All right. Huh. Anyway. So, so yeah, yeah it's, it's just pretty much got uh, an emulator on it, which is the bee's knees. The bee's knees. <laughs> <laughs> I want to take that back. Like, my sister now has been wondering why I use mint bees knees and uh, fair dinkum a lot <laughs> but anyway to describe things so you know uh yeah, dude. oh the bees knees um uh, going back going back okay. to the pie mm, i wanted to ask again is like when you unbox it does it come with manuals or anything uh yeah it it comes with a 
it comes with something like 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 when you when you buy medicine there's like a little piece oh, of paper you're those. Yeah. that nobody okay. reads right so it's it's not really a guide it's pretty much this is what it looks like These I don't, I don't know because this is why I don't the thing is I don't know because I didn't read it <gasps> oh my god I thought you're going to RTFM there's a safety guide and it's in a whole bunch of languages that's really cool um, which is really cool. That, that's why. That's why I'm asking. Yeah. So there's actually. a there's a safety guide and a quick start guide. Oh yeah, the usual quick start guide. Just like for uh, when you buy cameras, it has a safety guide, actual manual, and the quick start guide. Like here's how you open it. Uh, here's how you put the battery. Here's how you open it. Here's how you put the card. Here's how you take a shot, and you're yeah, ready to go. But that's, then yeah, something like that. On this, there really isn't very much though. It's just like. Uh, for full installation setup instructions, please visit raspberrypi.org. So, because raspberrypi.org uh, has the one that like links to the distros, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's uh, I'm really liking it, but I'm not really using it. You know, it, no, it's, it's weird. your gaming. It's your gaming console it's right now. My console, yeah. Like it's replaced the Super Nintendo like craving that I've had. You know. For wanting to relive my youth. Hey, where do you plug it in? Like, do you plug it via HDMI? Ah, that's my big problem with the Raspberry Pi. Okay, here it we go. It only has an HDMI cable, uh, an HDMI port. So you ha- you bought a converter HDMI to AV? No, no, HDMI. I mean, like, um, I mean a jack to the jack. Like, I no, know those. I, are I, possible, I have an right? HDMI. No, I have an HDMI screen, but. My problem with the Raspberry Pi is that the only thing that it has on it, and I realize this is for space considerations and stuff, but, like, this would have been the perfect third-worldable, quote-unquote, machine, except that it only comes with an HDMI port by default. Huh, yeah. Could have been really nice to put inside classrooms, as you know. Yeah, but... Right, like... It, it's it could it would have been nice if you had the option for a serial. Uh, port how about or something the power supply? Without having yeah. to uh, to buy a converter. Yeah. How about yeah. the power supply though? Uh, it is five volts. Let me check. So you just directly plug it into the wall? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, pretty much what you use on your Android devices and stuff. But let me let me get the the power supply. Power supply. The thing. The thing. The plug. <laughs> The AC adapter. Yeah, 500 volts, 3,000 milliamps. Hmm. Because at least, you know, it's directly... So I could bring it... Theoretically, I could bring it anywhere in the world, right? Yeah, and, and I think it you, you might be able to run it off a power bank. Hmm. Because I know... uh I saw a hack before. Like, he used a Raspberry Pi as a battery grip. Mm-hmm. And program it to be like to have time lapse capabilities to trigger the shutter and whatnot. Like A level, A level engineering, not A level engineering at least, but like very DIY mm-hmm. to make it in a battery grip for his Canon camera and then put magic lantern on it, which is pretty much a program or a different operating system for the camera yeah. that unlocks many other things. Um, and I think he powers it via double A batteries, like six double A batteries or something. Huh. So yeah. I'm not sure if that's a component to power a, a Pi, but then again, we're in the age of 
the, what do you call this? The power bank. Heck, my camera can be charged via power bank. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, so. That's like, a thing. So, um, like if ever I give a presentation now, that's, that's pretty much what I'm going to use, use it for. Cause I got, um, I got more than one micro SD card, right? That way I can be like, mm-hmm. ah, games or, oh, no, I need to use this as a PC, which probably is never going to happen. But in case I, feel the need to use the thing as a PC. Like, there's a micro SD card with Ubuntu Mate installed on it. So do you think I should just buy a Raspberry Pi instead of, say, the Google... What's yes. That? Instead of a Chromebook, get a Raspberry Pi. No, not not the Chromebook. <laughs> the, so, I mean, a Chromebook is, has more capabilities, but, like, what's that dongle thing so that I can uh, watch Netflix? A Chromecast <laughs> instead of a... Yeah, Chromecast mm. instead of a Pi. Yeah, yeah. I, I would say just get a Raspberry Pi if the toss-up is between a Chromecast and a Pi. You can do more with a Pi, so... You can do more with a Pi. Uh, the the only plus side I can see with a Chromecast is I don't need to bring a computer. If I'm going to go Chromecast, just anything with HDMI could be my monitor. Yeah. And then stream from my tablet. That's the only plus size... that I, uh, Plus size. That's the only plus side that I could think of at the moment. And you, the thing you, is, I don't okay. travel that often anyway. And the tablet I'm using, the Samsung Tab 3, is what, five years old now? Yeah, so what's what struck me about what she said is when you have the Chromecast, you don't need to bring around a computer. Which is pretty much... It's a computer. Is, isn't it fucking amazing that what? with the Raspberry Pi, you're bringing around a computer? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like It's a good time to be alive. We keep on saying that. Well, you, you you kept on saying it, and I started ripping you off and telling people, like, it's a good time to be alive. Like, why? Is. This is a computer. Bullshit. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, you can do a lot more things, and pretty much you can program it. That's what I'm afraid of it. It might be my new World of Warcraft. And like, yeah, fine, I'm missing gaming, but I have a feeling that when I got it, my tinkering tendencies when I was a young'un, that sounds bad. Um, <laughs> I used to tinker a lot with toy. It still sounds bad. <laughs> like, I used to build toy models when I was a kid. And Gundams. And uh-huh. other figures. And the Raspberry Pi lends itself to that. Not the building part, but also the programming aspect as well. That I could do a lot of things. So I'm pretty sure... Like, oh, maybe this time I use it as a camera app. Or, hmm... Probably this time, I'd try to see if I could use this as my, uh, what do you call this? Co- corporate? No, not corporate. My TV media center. Yeah. Uh, like, uh, well, what I, what I would suggest that you do is get more than one SD card. Then just have a little a bag micro or SD. something. Yeah. Just have a little bag yeah, or something SD. that you can put your SD cards in. And depending on what you need to do or what you, what you feel like doing, you can just switch it out. Like uh, oh, Nintendo cartridge. Yeah, that's that's what uh, that, that's just what I said earlier. Like I have. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why you have and, an. Uh, yeah, I have emulation station. So now I could just have. Okay, this is one for presentations. This one my on the go. Yeah, yeah. If if you want to keep it, if you want to keep things um, compartmentalized and like nice and neat, that's a good thing you can do. Um, yeah. Because, like, theoretically, you could just put, you know, Debian on it and just throw everything, like, throw the kitchen sink into that. <laughs> and. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Debian. Uh, sorry. 
But say if, if you have like a, a more specialized distribution, um, say with RetroPie, for example, I, I had a, I had a mouse and keyboard ready, but you can navigate the whole thing using a controller. So like all of the all of the setup and stuff can be done with a controller for the most part. Yeah, how how many USB plugs does it have? Two, right? Four. Four? <laughs> huh. That's like one more than the new MacBook Pro. <laughs> <laughs> that's three yeah, more than the new MacBook. Than the, yeah. Huh. Imagine that. Yeah. But, uh, well, at least it's a computer. Because this has, like, become a sales pitch for Raspberry Pi. <laughs> like, more and more, mm, I should probably buy my own Pi. Yeah, it'll set you back about $40, maybe. Did it include shipping? Where, 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 did you buy it locally in Cebu? Or no, dude. Internet. Ship. Yeah, I had it shipped in. Um, And... Unfortunately for you, you live in Metro Manila. Yeah. You have to go to fucking Pasay, right? Customs. To get No, no, no. I have to go to Pasig. Okay. How how are they? How are they uh, there? Uh, I haven't had any experience of corruption and I haven't heard any. Right. Because like I, I just had to I just had to pay like 120 pesos or 115 pesos for whatever it was uh no those are just the standard i think yeah yeah uh postal duties pretty much the salary of the yeah yeah like of the postal people it's pretty much what you're paying postal duties yeah exactly but like you know i don't mind that yeah you have these people that talk about like these exorbitant things that they have to pay for electronics i'm like no Oh yeah, well no, but that that happens a lot, especially with cameras, especially the older cameras. Well, I I guess I don't know. Like like when I was in Pasay, when I claimed just a freaking old point and shoot, they're asking me to pay four thousand pesos for it. I'm like, it's an old point and shoot from the eighties. Yeah, dude, the declared value. <laughs> you, you, what did you say? Huh? What did you tell them? So it's a it's an old point and shoot from the eighties. The declared value is more than what you're asking. So they only asked for two thousand. Wait, no. Um, the what they were asking for in uh corruption money is much more than the declared value of the thing. Yeah, is that what you were saying? Yeah, because they just put a ballpark ballpark figure. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I guess theoretically, all you're supposed to pay is one hundred fifteen pesos. Mm. Yeah, but there's like shipping charges and whatnot. Like, ugh. I mean, shipping charges. Uh, it's, I mean, not shipping charges. Like, you know, it's pretty much you know corruption money and yeah, taxes dude. and. And the customs officer showed up late. Like everybody was there already, and she showed up like three, two. <laughs> Dude, the Cebu City, car. the Cebu City post office is amazing. I love the place because it's like, mm. like to get to to get to the post office, you have to pass through one of my favorite historical landmarks in the city. Uh, you have to pass through Fort San Pedro, and like I really, I really like that place. You know, it's like a good place to go on a date. Like it's you know, that sort of thing. Um, and to get to the post office, you have to pass through it. So it's quite nice. On the left, it's the fort. On the right, you have the old plaza. And then you get to the post office. Hardly anybody there. Nobody really messes hmm. with you. Uh, the dude behind the counter is like really nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know like or maybe it's because like, i was there at like 4 30 like i made sure to be there as late as possible that way nobody's there and like the people are eager to get home so you know 
Yeah, they're gonna do their ser- their service as fast as possible, and it's just Cebu is just a better place <laughs> in some aspects. That in particular, yeah, I'd like, like to yeah. think. I, I would think that dealing with the government here is a little bit easier than dealing with the government up in Manila. Yeah, you know, like yeah, I don't know. Mm, what else can I say about this thing? Uh, I, I just kept on taking pictures of it and put it up on the Instagram. Oh, we have an Instagram. We have an Instagram. Why am I not following our? Why not following our own Instagram page? I know. I thought you were putting it on the Twitters. Well, I put some on the Twitters already. Yeah, you put one up on Twitter, but I followed. I, I um. I, I told you right. We set up. I, I set up an Instagram account for us. Yeah. Yeah. Where so we don't have any followers. Yeah, dude. Because I just set it up. <laughs> yeah. Should we have the Snapchats or no? That's up to you. Like I, I would, I, I would think Snapchat. We get, yeah, sure. Why the hell not? I, I Snapchat. think, uh, I think a Channel Fourteen Snapchat instead. Yeah. So that we could Snapchat that you know I have Norm's mic. That's why I sound a lot better this episode. Although it's not a huge leap, I guess. Oh, it won't see. be a huge leap. We'll yeah. See. So yeah, it's uh, after Linux on Instagram. If you know anybody's interested. Aha! Um, uh-huh, I am the first follower. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Broadcom chip. Yep. I want to mm-hmm. do the. I want to do the thing where like you have more than one. Like the, the entire photo. The entire photo uh, spans more than one section or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. You download this app called Instagrid. Okay. And make sure the photo is a uh, half a uh, higher resolution. Okay, because I was thinking of just doing it on GIMP, and I was like. There's got to be an easier way to do this because I was thinking about yep. how to do it. Like, uh. like the one I use for my side <laughs> project, which I did. My side project Instagram used to be like Urban X-Ray, right? I changed the yeah. name. Yeah, I, I saw. Because it, yeah, apparently uh, the f- girlfriend looked that up and, oh, that's bad feng shui. And then what? why did you change it? <laughs> the name doesn't like in numerology, Urban X-Ray is bad feng shui. <laughs> okay. Not judging. That, according to her. Huh? Not judging. Not judging. Yeah, me too. Not judging. It was like, might as well change it, you know? Because it doesn't, it's not getting followers. Because I think it's too much. Now that I changed the name, it's getting a new follower. It gets, it's getting new followers. So I'm like, hmm, either way. Gridify your photos. All right. Let's, yeah. Let's, let's gridify. And put an entire Raspberry Pi. <laughs> <laughs> That's the plan. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's it's it's really nice to it's really nice to take pictures of, <laughs> just like like us. People like to take pictures of them, not with them. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Hmm. Right. No. What what? So do you think it would be possible for us to record using just the Raspberry Pi? Probably. No, not not for the both of us. Like for my for my end, that should be a good challenge for us to record an episode. Yeah. Yeah. Like theoretically, it could work. Uh, yeah. And the components. This what excites me actually, the components. And the frogs are just noisy outside. I'm not I hope Norm's mic doesn't pick it up. It probably will. Anyway, speaking of things picking up, uh I need to pick up again, uh as the aforementioned I don't want to Google or duck duck go things <laughs> because I trust you, dear listeners. Do any of you uh do presentations and what is your favorite program you use uh, and do presentations with? Because uh, at the moment what I use is Google Slides and then I initially make them in Google Slide and then import it into LibreOffice. 
the the presentations part of LibreOffice. I actually prefer those than freaking using what do you call this PowerPoint. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm I'm playing with Gridify, Gridify, uh, whatever. So yeah, those are the things that like I'm 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 looking for. I I don't know. I'm not particularly looking for something that's gonna be very fancy. I don't want something overtly complicated because that's why I think. The perfect. That's why I guess I still use Google Slides and then presentations. Is it called presentations? The yeah, the LibreOffice one. <laughs> mm, so not high res enough. So th- those those are the things that I I, I want to ask you, dear listeners, if you do presentations, because I'm gonna do a lot more in the coming future. In the as coming if, future, as as a as opposed to the future that passed. Exactly. That's why <laughs> it's a wrong grammar right there. Um, What's coming ahead? There you go. Or in the near future, I'll be doing a lot of those. Yeah, I, I don't know, but... Uh, and another question I want to ask is... I, uh, I need to build yeah. a database. <laughs> or the wait, two wait, decimal wait. system. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Go- going back to the presentation thing. Mm-hmm. Again, get a Raspberry Pi, dude, and just use just, just use that for your presentation. <laughs> just rule of cool, you know? Um, Like, you can run it off a power bank. So you have power bank that you plug it into the projector... Uh, because the Pi 3 has Wi-Fi, uh, you can use your phone to control um, the, yeah, the presentation. presentation. Like, just rule of cool, man. Yeah, probably can. Yeah. Like, a lot, a lot, like, a few hours configuring it for a few minutes of glory. <laughs> <laughs> but then, you know, if you keep on doing presentations, then, you know, it's... Uh, yeah, you, you save more time, right? Like, yeah, yeah. We were talking yeah. about this earlier. No. Yeah, like doing things, even though it's a long time, as long as it's gonna benefit in the future or gonna save you a lot of time, it's worth doing. Even yeah. though the actual task is only fifteen minutes, but if you're doing it daily, that so that three hours you spend writing out like a bash script to automate it, yeah, it will eventually have a return. Yeah. Uh, and so, and the other thing that you were wondering was, is there a, like, some kind of open source slash Linuxy solution for the library? The Dewey Decimal System. <laughs> yeah. In an actual store. If, if I want to run a store. Like, like an inventory, an what's it? Yeah, an inventory system. Yeah, that, um, that, that sounds like a web app. It feels like a web app. But then maybe that's or what you said, like pretty much start a database. Yeah, but then uh, web apps, like a lot of web apps, are just pretty much front front ends to uh, databases. Like, <laughs> um, uh, what was it? Uh, learn how to build a LAMP stack, which is uh-huh. Linux, Apache, MySQL, and PHP. So Linux is your operating system. Apache is the web server. MySQL is the database and PHP is the front end programming thingy. Mm-hmm. And once I once I learn how to do that and make sure everybody can understand it, because I'm gonna pass the, pass those things to the interns. So, <laughs> uh, um, what's it? Uh, because what what I'm thinking this is going to be is it's going to be just like this PHP program that's out there and you just install it on a computer. And then like then everybody just plug in the values and then everybody in the network can connect to the computer with the software on it and just 
type shit in sort of like the sort of like the library that we had in university right that that was all just like one central computer that all of the other computers just connected to yeah right so it it felt like some sort of web app um and there was a server in that computer somewhere that had the list of all the books uh i'm not sure like what software is available out there for that but if anything it's built on top of a lamp stack i'm quite sure if you know if if you're looking for the linux root um yeah yeah if if you're if you're going right. if if you're willing to set it up right because like a lamp stack is one of those you know it's it's going to make you Thanks. look really nerdy even though it's like the simplest thing in the world right it's just installing linux and then installing apache mysql and php and then like you're good but you know we'll see we'll see cuz uh, i want to see how much time it will actually save me as opposed to setting it up first or like the actual benefit that the library will have if i set it up oh the the library is going to benefit a lot if you manage to set up like a fucking inventory system that's that, that's right that's now the, we're just doing it via notebooks and pen and paper yeah if you can manage to set up like a fucking uh what's it server thing what's wrong with me <laughs> still hungover um <laughs> can't words do good so yeah. i want to jump to the off tangent since you're hungover <laughs> uh wait so those those are like my two biggest concerns right now like presentations yeah. and the library well, like when it comes a database to, for the library when it comes to the, when it comes to the database for the library um and, and you're looking to make something like what we had in university like i'm sure there yeah. is like a, a free and open source solution out there but you're going to have to build it yourself and that's the type of thing that people pay contractors for so if i can figure it out and build it on top of a raspberry pi pay me <laughs> <laughs> eh, i'll ju- i'll just build it on my own eh, we'll see we'll see I gotta pay you. I'll, I'll ask the the library if they have budget. Newsflash: We don't. Um. Yeah, because like because because uh because I'm I'm assuming that what we had in the university they had to pay an arm and a leg for because mm-hmm. that looked like a very proprietary solution built on top of Internet Explorer. Of course. Yeah. So you know. Hmm. Oh yeah. I know. Let's head to the off tangent. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so for podcasts and stuff, head over to channel14.com, channel f-o-u-r-t-e-n.com, but you're, you probably already know that. Uh, twitter.com slash thirdworldlinux. So Third send Linux. me, send me your recommendations for presentation programs. And if you have anything with my dilemma, database dilemma. Ah, that should be a good name for this episode. Raspberry Pi and AG's database dilemmas. Or, you know, uh, library of ah. conflict. And it'll come up with something. <laughs> You're a witty, I was witty call it, I was just gonna call it the Raspberry Pi first impressions or some shit like that. Yeah, but then yeah, let's keep it simple. <laughs> you could also email um, us at uh, contact at channel fourteen dot com, and just a really big shout out and a really big thank you to the folks that uh, support us on Patreon because mm, you are helping us to unsuck. Yeah, uh, we're gonna probably make a run of stickers and send them out that's why we're checking the dimensions 
Because who knows? You might have a pie and you want to make it, you know, your third world machine. Like, this this helps develops countries or something. Put a sticker on it like that. This oh, machine dude, develops machine. countries. And have it have it look like the anti-flag, like, this machine kills fascists. Oh, that's yeah, so cool. Yeah, pretty much, pretty much. You see that? Yeah. Ideas, ideas. Creativity, you know. We have some of those. Um, yeah, what else do we need? Yeah. Oh, check out our other shows. Like Radio Norm, whose mic I'm using right now because he's on vacation. And I was like, can I borrow your mic? Sure. Um, <laughs> actually, not vacation. Oh, off tangent section. Um, and then uh, we have a YouTube page where you can check out some excerpts of our episodes and other shows are in there and some Let's Plays. The That's the pod and stuff part of podcasts and stuff. Anything else you want to add? Until next week, keep on Linux. And do things for love. So, if you made it this far, this is the off-tangent section. Nice. Here's the off-tangent section. Finally. Yeah. The moment you've been uh, waiting so, for, my dear friend. Fire not, away. Not really the moment. Not, not really the moment that I've been waiting for. Dude. Um, Sorry. I actually really like talking about the Raspberry Pi. Come on, dude. Yeah, because you seem so excited about it. Even though I only like pretty much use it as a thing that replaces like a 1985 machine. <laughs> you, you take pictures of it. You should. Uh, you should, you know, do that that meme on Instagram, like take places meme, but with the Raspberry okay. Pi. <laughs> Shit, I should have done that when I went to the wedding. Ah. <laughs> and there are ma- probably majestic views in the wedding, right? Of drunk people, yeah, sure, why not? <laughs> so, so the wedding was on Saturday night. Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know that Kenjin Sans got married, yeah. And- it, it was like this long best wishes they had this season. really they had this really long love story that spans all the way back to high school when he was in love with her but it was like uh she didn't have a thing for him then into college where they had this fling and blah, blah, blah. and yeah. uh back and forth back and forth years, you know, yeah yeah so 15 years later they finally like get married right and wow yeah so After like a long they, time. they yeah, these are these are some you know they're some of my closest friends, um, neighbors for the longest time. Yeah, as well. you pretty much know them ever since you were in high school. Yeah, yeah, since the eighth grade, we were friends since the eighth oh. grade, which is when we moved back to the Philippines. Um, so they got married on Saturday, uh, and they had a destination wedding. So they got married in Dumaguete. Nice place. Right, so uh, yeah, they, they they got married in Dumaguete, and uh, I I could only make it out of the city on Saturday morning, <laughs> and the wedding started at two thirty. Oh so, my god! So you're buzzer beating, uh, like you were a madman heading there. You only drove. Uh, that, that's that's what was funny. Initially, I was thinking of taking a bus, right? So like, all right, let's take the first bus. From Cebu to Dumaguete, which is like uh, at six thirty in the morning, maybe mm-hmm. six or six thirty. So anyway, I get to I get to the bus station, 
and you know the the bus is there when i walk into the bus fucking standing room only so until dumagete which is still dumagete a next island away for dear listeners who are not familiar with philippine geography cebu city and dumagete are like an island away yeah it's about 200 it's 170 to 200 kilometers away which isn't that bad to drive it's it's quite a nice drive right so anyway after being like fuck it i'm not going to take the bus let's just drive it <laughs> so uh head back and drive get the car to the car and leave at 7:30 uh make it there at like 1:30 wow wow what what type of driving right. did you do one with a lot of rest stops exactly because that like, is a- <laughs> right i mean it, it's it's uh it's it's a four five hour drive maybe depending on whether you get the ferry um mm. right because they have you have a because they do the the roro thing like an hour every hour and a half there's a ferry that crosses the tanion strait mm-hmm. so you just park your car on the little boat and you know you're on the water for like 30 minutes and then drive out but so it's so it's every hour and a half and um on the way back i was looking to get the three o'clock ferry but i missed no, i didn't miss it it was full when i got there so i had to wait until 4 30 so that that added an hour and a half to my drive home mm-hmm. so anyway on the way to dumaguete uh yeah a lot of rest stops like hmm, maybe i should have breakfast yeah i'll have breakfast oh the drive through looks like there are a lot of cars oh it doesn't matter <laughs> you know <laughs> plenty of time <laughs> Like okay, breakfast and then hmm, coffee. Yeah, let's get some coffee. So like, go into a convenience store, buy some coffee, and you know how it is after you know coffee in the morning. Got to find a bathroom. So find the nearest Shell because Shell has nice bathrooms. Like hang out at the bathroom for a bit because it's air conditioned and stuff. <laughs> okay, so you know six hours later, arrive in Dumaguete. <laughs> Jesus. What type of driving is that? Really slow, very very slow driving, and you know, um, I I got to, uh, I I got, I hit the twelve o'clock ferry. I got the twelve o'clock ferry. Um, uh, it left a bit late, so it got to Dumaguete or it got to uh, what was the name of the port? It got to the Sibulan port at twelve forty-five, maybe twelve fifty. Uh, you know, ten minute drive into the city, grab some food. You know, then another twenty minutes, another ten twenty minutes to the church. Yeah, so it was, it was a it's really hot thing. Yeah. So anyway, nice, you know, nice church wedding, right? Like re- really, really beautiful church. It it fronts the ocean, oh. so like you, you know, when, when they exit the church, the first thing they see is the sea, right? So you have to realize that at this point, I've been up since four in the morning. <laughs> exactly, been driving six hours, more than eight hours, up four in the morning, um, and uh, having slept at like one thirty or two in the morning. So, <laughs> like on two hours of sleep, you drive to Dumaguete, catch like twenty minutes of sleep at the f- uh, on the ferry. Like, okay, that's good, that's good. Uh, then that reception, well, the food was amazing, fucking amazing food, but that reception though, there were about 150 guests and there were about 200 bottles of hard liquor. 
Wow. So. <laughs> oh, are you still alive? How are you still alive? I, I actually had to turn in a bit earlier than, than some of the, the others. Other, yeah, some of the others. So, like, at around one, um, I figured that, like, I should go back to the room and freshen up. So, I just walked back to the room and saw the bed. And like, Fuck didn't it. leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, dude. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, my roommate was, mm-hmm. A guy whose name I won't mention, but you know him. Okay. Right? Because he's the only friend that... uh He, he is a Manila friend who's also a Cebu friend. Yeah. Right? I'm, I'm sure you know who I'm talking about. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I'm already laughing. So... <laughs> Right, so so we were so we were roommates, and uh, so before and and the the room only had one key, mm-hmm. so small, this nice little small resort. Like everybody that was at the resort attended the wedding, so it was considerably safer than it normally would have been. So anyway, um, since there was only one key, uh, mm-hmm. the resort's name is Mike's, by the way. In case you know, if ever anybody goes to Dumaguete, there's a nice little resort called Mike's. Um, he, so so we we say like, what's the plan? Uh, you know, I'm I'm I might have to turn in early. I tell him because uh, I I hadn't been sleeping. To which he says, Oh well, that's that, that's cool. I have a I have a nine a.m. flight tomorrow, so you know that that sounds good to me as well. Um, so at one in the morning, mm-hmm. I'm headed back to the room, just about ready to pass out. Uh, oh, 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 shit. No, the plan was whoever gets to the room first leaves the door unlocked. Okay. So, there. Head back to the room and he's still like dancing with old ladies, which is something <laughs> that he does. <laughs> it's his thing. Um, yeah, it's his thing. Uh, so yeah, dancing with old ladies there. And, uh, oh, this is, is not Paolo, by the way. Yeah. Paolo isn't, Paolo, I don't consider Paolo a Cebu friend, funnily enough. Um, and so I, I leave the door unlocked as was the plan. Yeah. Left the door unlocked, fell asleep. At around eight in the morning, I wake up and look to the bed next to me and see that it's empty and hasn't been slept on. So the blanket is still neatly folded up and stuff. And then I look to the door and I see one of the ladies well, one of the receptionists, <laughs> like, sticks her head in and says, is your friend okay? I think he has a flight at 9 in the morning. So what I time is this again? This is 7.30. 8. 8 in the eight morning. Uh-uh. And I find him just passed out in front of the door. <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> it's like, dude, dude, you have a flight. And one of the receptionists opened the door saying that, like, you shouldn't be out here. <laughs> And it was like, and then you saw all of the, like, like all of the janitors and all of the receptionists and all of that stuff. They, they, they start coming to the front of the room and they're all lined up looking at, like, this dude pa- passed out in front of the room. He's like, uh. so anyway, I tell him, like, okay, just, you're going to miss your flight. And he says, oh, better do something about this. And then he walks into the room and falls asleep. So he misses his flight. <laughs> misses his flight. Amazing. <laughs> Well, he did something about it. Yeah. I realize this isn't very funny, but because you know the guy, you know how like oh my how God, funny yeah. slash sad it is, right? And like it's one of the, the most way he probably said, you will ever meet and Yeah, and the way he probably said the 
Oh, I gotta do something about it. <laughs> In that deep voice that he has. Anywho. Yeah, he didn't remember how he got back to the... How he got back to the room. Yeah. The, the, because, for me, what, the reception was at a different... The reception venue. was at a different resort. Oh, oh! <laughs> I thought it was the same resort. <laughs> it, was, it was at a different resort. So, like, he... Uh, to, 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 get, to get to where we were staying, he had to go around the beach. Like, Barakai style, right? Like, you just go around the beach and head in or whatever. Uh, I wish huh. this could be more entertaining because it was so funny when I was there. Yeah, because you know him. <clears throat> my my weekend wasn't that. It's, it's just a it's just a really sad story at this point about this guy who missed his flight because he was too drunk the night before. No, because the biggest mystery for me is what happened between the old ladies and the sleeping in the hallway. Well, apparently, it rained. It it rained um, at around two in the morning, so. A lot of the people that I asked the next day, uh, what, what, what was he doing? What was he doing? He was like, I don't know, man. He was like posing in the rain. I'm like, what? <laughs> so, yeah, because you know him. it's Yeah, it's his thing. It's just posing in the rain and that kind of thing. Um, apparently, he thought the door was locked and people were giving me shit for it. Like, you locked your roommate out. I'm like, no, I didn't. How... How else did the receptionist lady like pop her head into the room when there's only one key? So, <laughs> so he probably tried it too drunk to remember that it was unlocked or like didn't put enough effort. <laughs> yeah, it's a sliding door. He probably looked for a doorknob. <laughs> so how was the? <laughs> oh yeah, that's pretty much. <laughs> yep, for me that's the re- yeah that's it pretty much. Yeah, yeah. So there, uh, missed the missed the boat on the drive back. So it was another hour and a half. Uh, fucking, I want to drive around the Philippines now. Like, I want to do a, I want to um, do like a Cebu to Manila or Manila to Cebu. I want to drive. I want to do a Manila to Cebu as well. Before, like that is when when I was actively shooting with Lawrence and Norm, right? Like one of the dreams yeah. that we have is. If, we, if I win the lottery, I'm just gonna buy a 4x4 and we're gonna drive from Manila to Cebu straight and then just <sighs> document the living hell out of it. Wanna do that? Let's do that. Take when? like three days. I don't know. Take three, four days and... Can we do, do that, that before next year? <laughs> because mm. after next year, I won't be able to do that anymore. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> Should we have I two just, options. What? Two options for the route. We can either go through Batangas so or we can go all the way down through like all Sorsugo. the way down, all the way down. No, I mean like through Batangas um, is what? Because the, the the routes that I can think of are Manila to Batangas, Batangas to uh, Puerto Princesa, then Puerto Princesa to Panay, Iloilo, that that sort of area. Then from Panay to. Uh, Negros, so we get to see Guimaras on the way there. Oh yeah, that's interesting. Um, that's interesting. Right, so we land in Bacolod, and then we end up driving towards Dumaguete, if you want, and then cross over to Cebu. That's one route, uh-huh. which interesting. is it's a nice route. Yeah, this the is other scenic. one very scenic. The one is a lot of driving route. The other one is a lot of driving, but really fucking scenic as well. Because you go down to the southernmost tip of Luzon, right? So you get to yeah. see like the Mayon volcano and 
like so, all the way down to Sorsogon and all that, right? And then from there, you cross over to northern Samar. Um, you drive down, you cross the San Juanico Bridge, you get to see Tacloban or Mok, and then from there, you just take the ferry to Cebu. Oh man, that's that's difficult. It's a difficult choice. Right? I say but, which uh, one um, will be the cheapest. <laughs> <laughs> I think the long drive will be the cheapest, right? Because you're not paying a lot of ferry tickets. Uh, for the long drive, that's two ferries. So if we go, if we go up east, one, yeah, two ferries. If we go west, one, two, three, four. Yeah. Um, but then we don't pay for gas. Like the gas is yeah not as expensive. Like, yeah, I think I think cheaper is the, the one that's cheaper is um. Yeah, I think the one's cheaper is actually the tickets. How about the car, though? What about the car? Which car are we going to bring if we're going to drive? I don't know. <laughs> Rent the car? Shit. Entitled <laughs> <laughs> it, like, habit to, named after one of my exes. <laughs> hey, hey now. <laughs> Leave it somewhere. You saw that internet meme? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, well, internet story that he left, he like rented the car, left it at O'Hare Airport, <laughs> titled it to his ex-wife. <laughs> so now the ex-wife owes like 200, uh, like not $200, uh, not $20,000 in parking tickets. <laughs> Cause he left it there for how many months now? <laughs> like do something like that. But point is, point is, I want to do that. I wonder if we can pull that off. Especially for my birthday. Yeah. Or if not, like the other, the other thing that I've resolved to do is the next time somebody comes over to Cebu and wants to do a Cebu Bohol trip, like instead of doing the usual, like, fuck it, let's take a ferry. And then once we get to the other side or once we get to Bohol, we just take public transport around. Like I'd like to drive it. Yeah. You know, that way there's a little bit more freedom around like Bohol. Yeah, hmm. it should be interesting. And, uh, hmm, we'll do that this August. <laughs> yeah, well, fuck it. The next or time September. you're in town, we can just drive to Dumaguete if you want. Yeah. And just, like, shoot there and stuff. I'll, I'll give you a Raspberry Pi camera. <laughs> That's your camera. How, how was the, how was the thousandfold anniversary? I was tired. <laughs> it went well. I was tired. This was really a highlight-filled weekend. I was drunk for the four, four nights. Not really like super drunk, but I was drinking a lot of alcohol the past four evenings because we tried recording a thousand-fold podcast. Failed miserably, not because of technical reasons, but you know, you just can't get over the hump that they're hearing their voice for the first time. And the public is conscious of their voice. You know, you know that hump, right? Yeah. The podcast yeah. hump. So now, uh, so so you had you had it as like a in, in front of a live no, no, studio no, no, audience no, no. whatever. No, I was we were just a small group, like two of us, three of us. But they when okay. they were looking at, they were so they were not. There was no rhythm. There was no like. There wasn't. They weren't feeling it. Like, they didn't like what we recorded. So I was like, no problem. But I'm gonna keep it because they. I think they found some nuggets. Uh-huh. What, what do you mean like they didn't like what they recorded? They didn't feel it. They didn't feel what they recorded. What we recorded. It's like, yeah, oh, wh- I'm, I'm eating my words. I don't like how my how I sounded like. I have a lot of ums. I'm like, those things are natural. That's what I was telling them. But eh, it's okay. That's yeah, at least that's, 
That's one. Two was I wasted, not wasted. The second thing of the weekend was that I was like, I spent eight hours just sorting out the inventory in the library. <laughs> uh, that's yeah. why I'm. That's why I'm looking for the like. How can I make it not that? I mean, I could use that time for something different. So there's that. Uh huh. And then date of the anniversary where I had my presentation, which was well. Uh, everybody appreciated my slides and how I presented. Mm, I really wasn't like trying to enjoy and have fun because after the presentation, I had a lot of work to do. So so this was I the same. Um, this is the same presentation that you delivered here in Cebu, like the the rise of zines Cebu, in the Philippines. Yeah, in Korea, yeah. But uh, I changed some of the pictures, updated them, included some new collections and some new stuff based on uh, how I saw the feedback from people. And I had to cater it because when I was in Cebu, I was spe- when I was in Korea, I was speaking in front of curators. When I was speaking in Cebu, it was general public. When I was in Thousandfold Anniversary, it's a visual literate audience. And I'm going to do the same presentation in Ayala. And it's high society, uh, elite type of audience. Mm. So you get, you gotta, you gotta switch it up or change some of your presentation a bit. And now that I've done it a few times, I know like where people would react. What should I change? Yeah. Yeah. So did you, did you include the zines from Cebu? I only, as part of the presentation. I only had one, so I included that. Okay. Of course, representation. <laughs> so yeah, what? <laughs> no, no, sorry, it was the. Gosh, I can never, I can, I can never remember the the name of that artist with the zine that you liked. Yeah, Patricia Zosa. That that one. Yeah. Uh, because Summer was, Treats is the name of the zine. Yeah, it was really good. And we talked about it in the Bodega really Nights, really right? Yeah, we talked about it in the Bodega Nights, and uh, I showed it to like. The higher ups in Thousandfold, especially like one of our new, one of the people we just brought in new, who's like, mm-hmm. his book was one of the, like, you know, those Time Magazine lists of best photo books every year? Yeah. His book is part of that in 2012. He's got like, when I saw his credential, like, holy crap. <laughs> and I saw him that book and that zine. He was like, his reaction was, this was so well made. I'm like, yep, that's why I got it. The guy actually trusts me a lot because he, again, I always get that like, oh, you're so young and yet you do these, you're like, you're curating already. Nobody likes to be a curator. Yeah, because everybody wants to be a goddamn photographer. I'm the only one insane enough to, you know, curate and do things like that. Yeah. Well, because you've, because you've gotten to photography a lot earlier than most other people did. I would think standard. Most people start in their teens. I'm just the only one insane. Well, I'm more of a fanboy than an actual photographer, <laughs> and the fanboy prevailed. That's my theory. I, I think you got all of the photography out of your system because uh, because I was shooting you, a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got it. You got all of that, all of that out of your system, and um, you actually studied it. You know, yeah, because because yeah. most people don't start studying how to shoot vi- until yeah. they've been like years into photography. Like yeah. that's how it sort of is now with the advent of digital photography. Like people don't know the Sony F sixteen rule anymore. Yeah, right. Not just that, like visual literacy. Like most don't know who Nietzsche Nieps, Louis Daguerre, Paul Strand, Alfred Stieglitz, the names that like became the pillars of photography is canon. People say then you don't need it... to learn those things. No, people don't say you don't need to learn those things, but if you want to improve your work, you have to know what has been done before. 
much the same in music, same in literature. Yeah. In all yeah. forms of creative pursuits. But others are like, oh, I'm just gonna shoot this how I do my own way. This is how, this is what gets many likes. So this is what I'm gonna do. Like, okay then, fine. <laughs> it's just then isn't, what? Oh no, go ahead, go ahead. I'm the only one who's like crazy to actually study things and like yeah. to think. Uh, um, Either way, I'm nah, enjoying it. I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go down a rabbit hole of questions because that's gonna be another like 15 minutes talking yeah. about the nature of photography and the changing nature of photography and the, the constant changing. <laughs> Again, let's not go that path. I'm just gonna say I hung out with uh, Ellie Buendia last night. 